Hello, my wonderful friends. Welcome to Fate FM Drive Time. Welcome to Big Q&A. This is the program where we respond to difficult questions concerning God, faith, contemporary religion, and the Bible. And where we look at the world religious trends in the light of Bible prophecy. I am Nick Krita, the South Australian Regional Coordinator for Faith FM. And if you would like to make a comment or have your questions answered, you can text me at 0401-305-077. Or email us info at faithfm.com.au. Also, you can visit our website faithfm.com.au Our co-host today is Joseph Maticic. Joseph uh, is the General Secretary of the Seventh-day Adventist Church here in South Australia and it's so good to have you with us again, Joseph. It's good to be here, Nick. Thank you for joining us, Joseph, and I'm looking forward uh, for today's program because uh, we are going to tackle uh, quite an important, interesting, big topic today. And um, We are going to talk about Sabbath. Now, I would like to say, just stay tuned. This is not a Jewish program, you know, even though many people may think that uh, when you mention uh, Sabbath, they think, oh, this is a Jewish background or something like that. We are going to talk about the Sabbath in the Bible. And even starting from the creation where um, God created all things. And we'll see how this is uh, uh, relevant for us today. Joseph. In this time we live in, is a weekly Sabbath still relevant? Yeah, that's a really good question, Nick, and, and that's, that's um, what we're going to be looking at, um, particularly this afternoon. Um, I'm looking forward to, to sharing about this, Nick, and um, I know that our, I trust that our listeners will also really, um, really find it um, interesting and, and, uh, and relevant for them as well. And not just uh, this program, Nick, but um, the ones that are coming up for this whole week. Um, that's right. I was just going to mention that in the, in the next uh, days, mm. we are going to look into, uh, the next program will, will tackle this uh, thing, did the Old Testament create a Sabbath burden? Or um, the one after, was Jesus a Sabbath keeper? Because, you know, we mention uh, Mm. often we are uh, the Christians, we are Christians, you know, following Jesus' teachings. And we have to, we are going to look uh, into this in the Bible to see if Jesus was a Sabbath keeper or not. And also uh, later on, uh, Sabbath to Sunday, how it was possible that's a really big, big that will big, be a, a big one. Yeah. Um, just uh, keep tuning in with yeah. us. And um, the last one will be how do I observe Sabbath in the contemporary world? Yeah, yeah. As I said, it's a big topic. It is. Uh, and uh, we will um, deal with this with all our interest, you know, to, to reveal it from the Bible. Yeah, yeah. To see what the Bible has to say. Uh, in this regard, please just take yeah. us through Joseph. Yeah, and, and and in just a moment we will we will go to our Bibles as well, Nick. Um, this this idea of a a weekly Sabbath and the question is it still relevant uh, today in our current current lifestyle? You know, Nick, we we are living in a very fast paced society. Mm. Uh, everything everything needs to be done more, better, and faster. Just think about our technology that we have, and uh, we have some of that equipment around us here, which certainly helps us uh, greatly. Uh, but think about how we now have the ability 
to do more things in less time. Mm-hmm. For example, uh, travel. Uh, we have gone, obviously, from um, horse and carts through to motor vehicles and aeroplanes. So we can get from uh, from one place to another in much quicker time. Mm-hmm. It saves us an incredible amount of time, uh, transportation. Think of mail. We have um, gone from once being only able to send things through the post, through mail, uh, which would sometimes take days and weeks, um, uh, perhaps even months if it was if it was overseas. Uh, but now, th- thanks to email, you can send something almost instantly. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have gone from sending messages from the olden days of telegrams through now uh, using mobile phones where, where message can be sent uh, instantly. Uh, think about work that, that's done, Nick. Um, in the olden days, it would have to be done manually, manual labour. Um, for example, picks and shovels in order to uh, to, to dig, to es- excavate. Yes, absolutely. And now uh, we have machinery, we have the equipment uh, that re- that reduces incredibly the amount of time to be able to do uh, that, that kind of work. Um, excavating machines, bulldozers, etc., then we think in in the home, uh, we have uh, time saving um, appliances. Appliances, exactly. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, the 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 best known one in the kitchen. Um, you can just stick um, some food into the microwave, and in minutes, it's it's all prepared. Gone mm. are the days where you'd you'd have to um, uh, stand over a stove and watch it for sometimes for hours, mm-hmm. hours preparing, and um, and now we have uh, have that. And of course, there's there's there are the computers, and thanks to the internet, um, they they are able to process information uh, so quickly, so fast now, and it, it, they're all about saving us time. Mm-hmm. Yet there is an irony here, Nick, uh, and it is this: that the more time-saving devices we have, the less time it seems we have. That really is an irony there, yeah. yeah have you noticed that? that Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, we, we are able to do things quicker, mm-hmm. but we're still as busy. And um, people are busier than ever. Uh, people are still working longer. Uh, people are uh, driving further, so to speak. Um, they're spending, and you know, we, we're all in, in, in this, uh, we're spending more time in front of our computers. And as humans, um, some of the consequences as a result, we are more, uh, we are more stressed, mm-hmm. we're, we're depressed, mm-hmm. mental health and loneliness are, are symptoms of something here that is not right. Mm. Uh, we have less time for the important things in life. Yes. Family, friends, and ultimately with God. Absolutely right. And it, as you just uh, mentioned those things, just come into my mind, uh, Joseph. I grew up in a part of the world where there was no electricity, there were no public transport, there were no telephone, only one telephone in the, in the, my village, you know, which you have to move that uh, thing, you know, uh, wind it up, wind it up, you know, <laughs> to make a call. Yes. And I, we still had to deliver messages to people because yes. we were farmers, you know, we have to, uh, you know, deliver messages. And sometime I had to walk like a few kilometers to deliver a message. 
and still had that time. Yes. And all of us, we still had that time, you know, to do all those things. And I was wondering, as you just, uh, uh, you were talking about, what's the problem then? Yeah, what's right. the problem? We yeah. have so many gadgets, so many things, easy, just in seconds you can uh, call somebody or write an SMS yeah. or all those things, and we still don't have time. You know what I realized, Joseph, is that because of all these gadgets, we working so much, so long hours to pay for them, yes. then we don't have time <laughs> to yeah. live life, you know, yeah. in a proper way, because we are just paying for these gadgets, yes. for all this technology. We're working long hours to pay for it. Yeah, that's, that's, that's a really, really interesting situation, Nick. You know, the, uh, instead of them saving us time and helping us, we are now consumed mm-hmm. with uh, needing to work and uh, and pay and and be able to uh, to to, um, to to afford for those things. And so, let's let's uh, dig a little bit into the word yeah. of God uh, right now here, uh, Joseph. And um, uh, what did God provide for humans in the very beginning? Because as I said earlier, we can start right from the beginning there we with can. the creation. Yep. There, what did God provide for humans? This is interesting, Nick. Let me read here from the Book of Genesis, chapter two. Uh, verses 1 to 3. And it says here, And so the heavens and the earth were finished and all the host of them. And on the seventh day, God ended his work which he had made, and he rested on the seventh day from all his work which he had made. And God blessed the seventh day and sanctified it, because that in it he had rested from all his work which God created and made mm-hmm. right in the very beginning, we find God here uh, after creating the world in six days on the seventh day, doing something that the Bible says it, that refers to as rest. Mm-hmm. God rested on the seventh day, rested from the work that He had done. Right in the very beginning, we find this concept of a rest day. Mm-hmm. And uh, and what's significant, Nick, is that uh, when we connect that uh, then with um, another passage from Scripture uh, over in Exodus chapter twenty, and mm-hmm. uh, this is part of the Ten Commandments. Yes, uh, and we read here from verse eight. God said, "Remember the Sabbath day to keep it holy. Six days you will labor and do all your work." But the seventh day, he says, is the Sabbath of the Lord your God. And then a little bit further on, in verse 11, it says, For in six days the Lord made the heaven, the earth, the sea, and all that is in them. And then he rested on the seventh day. Therefore God blessed the Sabbath day and hallowed it Mm -hmm. or made it holy. Mm -hmm. So here in the... This passage here in Exodus 20, it talks about remember the Sabbath day and it refers back to that passage, the first passage we read from Genesis 2, the, the creation account. Mm-hmm. And it says that God uh, in six days made the heaven and the earth and then he rested and therefore he blessed the Sabbath day. We find here... The the Bible introducing us, Nick, to the seventh day Sabbath. 
Yes. In Genesis, right in the very beginning, it says in six days God created and then he rested. And then, and then it, it gives us the commandment there for us to work for six days and rest on the seventh, which the Bible calls the, the Sabbath mm-hmm. day. The mm-hmm. Sabbath day. Here's, here's what's interesting, Nick. Uh, God here, right from the beginning, right from the beginning of humanity, he, he knew, I believe, he knew what we would as humans need all along. Mm, mm. He knew that humans would need a, a weekly Sabbath rest mm, mm. day. And so we find that he institutes it here right at the very, at the very outset, this idea of, of, of a Sabbath. We, we, we've just mentioned that we are, we all are time poor. Mm-hmm. You know, we all are, are, you know, are busy as we're, 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 we're seeking time. Uh, and, and, and we're missing out on the most important thing, what God set up for us from the beginning, you know, to have rest, to really be even probably more efficient in what we do. That's right. What you just said earlier, I, you know, I picked up that God is very um, particular, you know, and uh, listed up there everything what happened in the first day, in the second day, in the third day, and then so on. And, and then the seventh day, blessed and sanctified, you know, to cut off all those uh, possible interpretation or even the creation, uh, creation world, you know, the because some people believe that this happened in millions of years and so on and so forth, but it's so particular. Yes. God is so particular in describing this. And on the Sabbath, as you just said, blessed, sanctified it, made it holy, mm. put apart for us. That's he right. knew, as you just said, he knew. Yes. Uh, yeah. And, and so, yeah, he did. God, God did know, and he, he, he puts it here right in the very beginning, as we say, Nick, here, as, as we read, uh, that God... Uh, finished the, the, the six days of creation, then, then he rested. And um, he, 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 he calls us in, in Exodus 20 uh, to remember the Sabbath day uh, to, to keep it holy um, and you know, to rest and remember as, as, um, as God, God did. And so um, what's, what's interesting here, Nick, is that um, with the Sabbath, what we find is this uh, gift of time, in time, that that, that mm-hmm. God gives us. I heard about, um, and even there is a nice song, says, a cathedral in time. Mm. You know, uh, we can look at that. But, you know, we're talking about Sabbath here. I mean, yeah. Some people may just say, well, what's that? You know, yeah. uh, what that word Sabbath means. Yeah, 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 that, that's important because it's, it, yeah, it's, it's a biblical word, uh, Nick. You mm-hmm. know, it's, it's, uh, uh, it's actually a he- in, in Hebrew, uh, original language, Sabbath. Um, so it actually means to, um, to rest, to, to, to stop. It has the idea of, of pausing. Uh, yeah, it, it's, it's, it, it's that kind of idea. So mm-hmm. it's, it's, yeah, it's to take, to, to step back, to, to pause, to, to reflect, mm-hmm. To, mm-hmm. to take a break. And, you know, I mentioned earlier that uh, I coming from a part of the world where uh, a very traditional, um, you know, Christian country. Um, but when I start to understand from the Bible and talk about the Sabbath, you know, and if you mention those things, straight away there was that sort of thing. Are you a Jew? Mm. Uh, What's the relevance here? What's the connection here with the Sabbath? Because we thought that the Sabbath is only for the Jews, yeah. and that's what they were the ones to to keep the Sabbath. Um, and uh, I'm, I'm just asking that question right now here. Mm. I mean, is the Sabbath 
a Jewish thing? I mean, it's just for the Jews? What's going on here? Really important question, Nick. Uh, in, in, in short, no, it's not. Mm. Um, now, uh, w- one way we know that, Nick, is just from what we've seen. Uh, we see that, that uh, the Sabbath was instituted back in the Garden of Eden. Where there's no Jews. Exactly. That's <laughs> right. right. Way back. Centuries before, um, well, let's say centuries even before Abraham, who's considered the father of the Jews, came on the scene. Yes. So this is right back in the very beginning uh, before there was any uh, Jew or Jewish nation formed. And, and it is mentioned here um, in, in Genesis, even before humans disobeyed and fell into sin. So mm-hmm. even before sin entered into the world. Right. It was part of God's original ideal plan for, for humanity. Uh, so what that means, Nick, is that God intended for the Sabbath uh, to be always, uh, yeah, God intended the Sabbath to be there for all people uh, f- for, all, for all time. Mm. All right, and then another question, if I can throw to you here now, yeah. uh, Joseph. Sure. Um, what did Jesus say about the Sabbath that shows it, it it was not just a Jewish institution? Yeah. Well, actually, Jesus uh, said this in Mark chapter two. We read this in the New Testament, Nick. Mm. Uh, in Mark chapter two, uh, Jesus said, th- verse twenty-seven, Mark two twenty-seven. He said, "The Sabbath was made for man." And not man for the Sabbath. Uh, Jesus here plainly states that the Sabbath was made for man, and, mm-hmm. and he uses the word man here for human. mankind. Mankind, yeah. that's right. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he 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 made it quite plain, I believe, here that uh, it, it's for all people, for all for all humanity. Uh, the Sabbath uh, is one of is actually one of three gifts that God gave to humans in the beginning, Nick. Mm-hmm. Uh, Way back in in Eden, uh, there are three things that God God, God gave to humans. There, uh, w- number one, what He gave them was freedom of choice. Uh, we, we know, you know, when we read there, He placed humans in in the garden, and He said to them, "You can eat from all the trees are here, mm-hmm. but the one tree, remember that one, the tree of knowledge of good and evil. Well, yes, yeah, do not do not touch touch it." So. Essentially, what what that that shows now, God didn't have to put that in there, but that means that if God did not put that tree in there, the humans would not have had the ability to choose. Yes, that's the whole point of it. So God created humanity with the freedom, the power to choose. That's one. That's the first thing that that that, that God gave the gift of choice. Mm-hmm. The second thing is uh, when God created humans, He created them male and female. And then we know that that becomes Adam and Eve. In other words, he 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 gave them um, each other. He, he he gave the gift of relationships. Yes. Uh, and uh, and so from that we have the origins of the marriage institution. Mm-hmm. Uh, one which of, is so much challenged these well, days. Mm-hmm. <laughs> isn't that interesting, Nick? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but God gave it right in the very beginning. Now uh, that that's given for for all people as well. All humanity, we believe, has the power of choice. All humanity has the ability to uh, has the opportunity for for relationships. You know, this is not a not just a Jewish thing. Against so it's underscoring this mm-hmm. thing, these gifts that God gave for all people. And the third thing that God gave in Eden is this uh, day of rest. This this concept of the Sabbath. Mm-hmm. The Sabbath. Mm-hmm. Uh, just if I could uh, interrupt you here, just for a moment. How interesting it is that these institutions, which you just referred to. Yeah. All of them are challenged today. Well, they are, Nick. You're exactly right. I mean, 
marriage is has really been challenged uh, um, biblical marriage mm-hmm. uh, the, the concept of yeah a, a man and a woman Nick mm-hmm. you're right um, in our own very country here uh, and, and and it has been around the world for a number of years so marriage as well and this idea of the Sabbath as well has has uh, by a lot of people kind of been lost or misunderstood or misinterpreted mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. and even we we dealt with um, just uh, previous uh, programs you know with the topic with the conspiracy theories you know and ah, all yes. those things and even the freedom of choice is challenged joseph <laughs> that's interesting yeah yeah because uh, you know you hear all those things there that uh, and people are resisting saying hang on a second this is my choice yes, and yes. god allow that that's right god gave that freedom of choice even though that cost so much that's it that we cannot imagine that's and even uh, comprehended with uh, our human mind yeah that's that's right yeah 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 now it is and so nick yeah in, in the in in eden we find these three gifts that god gave uh, that we've mentioned freedom of choice relationships and and the sabbath mm-hmm. in fact nick we, we find that god's ideal for every aspect of our lives can be found in the in the Garden of Eden. Yeah. Now, this is really interesting, I think, Nick. Um, Eden, in Eden, we find God's ideal for every aspect of life. For example, there we find the ideal environment to live in. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's been proven, and, and, and sorry, in that environment was in a garden setting. We know that that the best for our health, uh, best for humans, is to be in. In nature. Nature, yes. Yeah. So God places humans in a garden setting. Uh, we find here uh, also the ideal diet. Uh, Genesis 1, 31 tells us that it was fruit, nuts, and grains. Essentially, it's, it was a vegan diet. And isn't it interesting now um, that um, medicine and science, um, uh, health, um, today's health uh, professions uh, verify the very fact that the best, best diet is essentially a, a, a diet that is fresh fruits, vegetables, mm-hmm. nuts, grains, uh, essentially the diet that was given right in the beginning of time. Yeah, they are backing up actually this, even though exactly. we forgot that for so long. Yeah. You know, yep. people, I remember, let's say 50 years ago, when you mentioned about vegetarian or all other things, people just laughed at you, you know? Unheard of, yeah. Yeah, yeah. very, very, that's right. Uh, so we find the ideal diet there. Uh, we also find the ideal relationships a male and a female. Uh, we find even uh, God's ideal for human activity, mm-hmm. Nick, mm-hmm. Uh, because there in Genesis chapter 2, I think it's verse 17, it, yeah. it actually refers to uh, where God says he placed placed uh, humans there in the garden to tend it and to keep it. In other words, uh, they, they they had a work to do. That they were to be active. Yes. You know, and, and, you know, that's Even though everything was provided, they could, you, think, you may think that they can just say, uh, stay, you know, uh, enjoying the sunshine and enjoying the other things. No, actually, God provided everything. You're right. Actually, I like that. Yeah. Mm. And so, and, and, then, and then one more thing that we find is we find there the, um, a weekly day of rest. So God's ideal... For every aspect of life, you can actually find there in the Garden of Eden. Beautiful, beautiful. Uh, before we go further, uh, can I take a short uh, break here? And I like to advertise an amazing book here. And in this book, you'll find even some more information about uh, what we are talking here. If you like to put your hands on this book, please don't hesitate to even give us a call. Uh, ring us on 0401 or um, SMS us and we'll deliver the book to your doors 
free of charge, no obligation. Listen to this ad and we'll be back in a sec. When your life gets harder and the world gets worse, Jesus has the answers. Do you need the hope that Jesus will bring into your heart? What about your friends, family or workmates? Faith FM's free offer for you today is a life-changing book called The Great Controversy, filled with stories of hope and encouragement that are guaranteed to draw you closer to Jesus. To receive your free copy of The Great Controversy, go to faithfm.com.au or call us on 1-800-FAITH-FM. That's 1-800-324-843. And he, even here locally from the beautiful city of Adelaide, uh, we are happy to deliver that book to you if you like to SMS uh, us on 0401-305-077. Hey, Joseph, um, we're moving on into this uh, very important topic we discussed today about Sabbath. How relevant is the Sabbath for us in the 21st century, in, in our days? Yeah. Uh, Nick, I would say that it is the Sabbath is, is relevant now more than ever. Mm. And uh, I believe that we can see how it's relevant in a number of areas. Uh, and, and these, are, they, these are the ones I want us to explore uh, today. We'll see that the Sabbath is relevant uh, spiritually, number one, physically, emotionally, mentally, and socially. Mm. And let me just add, Nick, that um, there are more and more people who are recognizing how relevant the Sabbath is. Not just Christians. Okay. Even people who are not of a of a of a Christian belief mm-hmm. are, are recognizing this that, that there are uh, uh, certainly elements and and, and uh, benefits of a weekly day of rest, mm-hmm. which is really interesting, I think, Nick. Um, and uh, so, yeah, today we we will just uh, focus on um, how how in what what ways is this Sabbath concept uh, relevant for us in the twenty first century, mm. and. Uh, as we touched on throughout the coming uh, days, uh, this week we will look at other aspects of, of the yes. Sabbath. It's actually a very, it's a very big and important topic. Um, but today we're, we're confining ourselves to look at how, how is it relevant? In what way is the Sabbath relevant? As I said, the Sabbath is relevant in a number of ways. Number one, Nick, it's spiritually. Let let me take us back to uh, the passage we read a little bit earlier, Exodus chapter twenty, verses eight to eleven. It says there. Remember the Sabbath day to keep it holy. Six days you will labor and do all your work, but the seventh day is the Sabbath of the Lord your God. Mm-hmm. Then he goes on and says, In it you shall do no work, you nor your son, your daughter, your manservant or your maidservant, nor the cattle nor the stranger that is within your gates. For in six days the Lord made heaven and the earth, the sea, and all that is in them. And he rested on the seventh day. Therefore the Lord blessed the Sabbath day and hallowed it. The first relevance of the Sabbath is this concept that we find here expressed in this passage that we've just looked at. This passage comes from the Ten Commandments. Notice that it actually begins with the word remember. Mm. The traditional mm. rendering of the Ten Commandments, all the rest of them, uh, bar this one and the next one, actually, Nick. Commandment number four. So this is the fourth commandment. Yes. Um, 
Yeah, first commandment, thou shalt have another gods before me. You shall have another gods before me. Uh, commandment number two, you shall not make any graven images. Mm-hmm. Uh, commandment number three, you shall not take the Lord's name in vain. Commandment number four says, remem- begins with the word remember the Sabbath day. I wonder why that particular word is used. It's interesting that mm-hmm. it's actually expressed mm-hmm. that way. Could it be that God understood, recognized, foresaw that humans would have the tendency to forget the Sabbath, the Sabbath day. Interesting. And even before the Mount Sinai, when people will think that you know, that was the law given to Jewish people, uh, you know, in the, in the Ten Commandments there, it was this commandment, remember, which means people knew about this before. Exactly right, Nick. So that, that, that's another evidence that the Sabbath isn't just a Jewish thing, that mm-hmm. God just, that it just commenced at Sinai. That, it, it, that's a really, really good point you make there, Nick. Yeah. God says, remember. In other words, it's already existed. And we've seen that it existed right from the very beginning, right from Eden, right from when God uh, finished creating this yeah. world. He instituted and gave, gave the gift of the Sabbath. The passage here tells us, remember the Sabbath day, to keep it holy. Uh, it says, work for six days, then rest on the Sabbath. And then, and then it gives us, it gives us the, the reason. It get, tells us there what, what the Sabbath is, is about, Nick. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it says, uh, work for six days and rest on the Sabbath. Why? Verse 11. Verse 11. I want to draw attention to verse 11, Nick. And the reason it says, for, for in six days the Lord made the heaven, the earth, the sea and all that is in them, and he rested on the seventh day. Therefore, he, he blessed it. Notice what it says. The Sabbath here is to remind us of, of, of what? Of God creating the world and resting on the seventh. Yes. So every seventh day, uh, which the Bible calls a Sabbath, and uh, at, at we we find other evidence that clearly that that fall that, that's the Saturday. Is that every seventh day is like a weekly reminder mm-hmm. that God is the Creator, Nick. It's the Creator. Uh, so it's a reminder that God has created us. The, the Sabbath is a memorial of creation. Mm, mm. God is our Creator. This is actually a a, a direct uh, antidote to. The concept of evolution. And so what we find here is that it's impossible for us to understand the Sabbath, uh, to believe and to keep, keep the Sabbath day, and at the same time have the concept that we have evolved over millions of millions of years. Mm. The Sabbath tells us that we are humans who have, who have come from the hands of a loving creator God. Yes, that's, that's amazing. That's really good to Joseph, yes. Well, something else that we find here, uh, that, and here's where we get really get into the relevant. So, so that's one aspect, um, uh, Nick, where, where we find the Sabbath is really relevant. It, it, it's, it's, a, it's a reminder of God as our creator. Mm. Mm. Relevance number one is this spiritual relevance. God is our creator. And in this day and age, Nick, where so many people – um, wonder and, and think about this idea of that we just happen to be here and we've evolved. The Sabbath tells us, no, we've come from the hands of a loving creator, God, Absolutely. who made us. What I want us to notice also here, Nick, is uh, as we look at the Ten Commandments, we find that there, that there are two commandments in the middle. The fourth commandment, which is this one that we're, we, we've just read and we're looking at, the fourth commandment, which is Sabbath commandment, and the very next one, the fifth commandment, which says, honor your father and your mother. Mm-hmm. 
It has been suggested, and and this is I think this is quite beautiful. But if we notice it like this, these two commandments in the middle of the Ten Commandments, these two commandments actually act like a hinge, okay. a hinge on which. The the, uh, the 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 commandments uh, are based. Uh, we re- we remember the words of Jesus when he some when he was asked about which is the greatest law, which is the greatest commandment. And he said, the first is to love the Lord your God with all your heart, mind, soul, and body. And he said, the second is like unto it, love your neighbor as yourself. Jesus was summing up the ten commandments yes. into two. Yes. And I heard about the people say, okay, now are only two commandments. Yeah. Which is you know a very nice illustration, Joseph. There. Yeah. yeah. But but what we find Jesus is. Summing up the two parts to it. The first four commandments describe our love to God, Nick, mm-hmm. and the last six describe our love for, for one another, to, to, to fellow human beings. But it has been suggested that commandment number four, the Sabbath commandment, which, which calls us to remember the Sabbath day to keep it holy, and the fifth commandment, to honor your father and mother, are like a hinge. And uh, both of them, there, there's a connection with both of them, Nick. Beautiful. The fourth commandment is rest and remember your creator. The fifth commandment is remember your your procreators, if I can use that word, mm-hmm. procreators from from whom we have, um, yeah, come yeah, from. Yeah. So it, they both deal with our origins, our origins. Wow. Um, and so the Sabbath commandment is extremely relevant, Nick, because it points us back to our origins. It re- reminds us that we have come from a Creator. That's God. beautiful. The Sabbath is also a reminder. Uh, of the not uh, with God as a creator, it's, it, it 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 then teaches us that God sustains this world. Mm-hmm. Uh, this world will keep on spinning whether I lift a finger or not. So true. The so Sabbath true. is a reminder that the world's maintenance does not depend on me. Wow, that's beautiful. That's wonderful, Joseph. Uh, I would like to take a short break here to play some music. And we'll be back. Don't go anywhere. This is Faith FM, Drive Time, BQ&A. The law is just and the law is right. And it's written by God in love and the law is life and it's written by God in stone I will follow his commandments I'll abide in him alone for his law is my delight it's written
You are listening to Faith FM Drive Time Big Q&A with Nick Rita and our co-host today is Joseph Maticek. And our big question for today is, is a weekly Sabbath still relevant? And that was a beautiful song, uh, Joseph, um, entitled Written Down in Stone by uh, Nathan Young. And uh, when you think like that, that God wrote the commandments with his own finger on stone, that means that not changeable, you yeah. know. Meant, that, meant, meant to be permanent. Meant yeah. to be permanent, you know. Even though we may think that, oh, yeah, this was just for, for a particular time, but now we are in a different era, a different time. I think, yeah, that's very important to um, keep in mind and remember that. I'll come with a question here also, uh, Joseph. What else does the Sabbath teach each one of us spiritually? Yeah. Very good, Nick. Um, so, because the first thing we saw is that it, uh, the Sabbath there is so relevant today because it teaches us that God is our creator. Mm-hmm. Um, so the Sabbath is relevant because it, it helps us to rest and remember your creator. We saw that in Exodus 20, mm-hmm. 8 to 11. Now, it, the other thing that it teaches us is when we compare uh, another passage, uh, another account of the Ten Commandments, it's found in Deuteronomy chapter 5, and uh, we have the... The, the Ten Commandments there again listed. But there's an interesting variation. Uh, verses 12 to 15 is where we find the fourth commandment. And God says there to keep the Sabbath day to sanctify it as the Lord your God commanded thee. Six days you shall labor and do all your work, but the seventh day is the Sabbath of the Lord your God. And then he goes on again, says, In it you shall do no work, neither you nor your son, your daughter, etc. But then in verse 15 it says this, And remember that you were a servant in the land of Egypt, and that the Lord your God brought you out of there with a mighty hand and by a stretched out arm. Therefore, the Lord commanded you to keep the Sabbath day. Wow, that's wonderful. Deliverance. That's it. Wow. Yeah. Back in Exodus, it says, uh, remember the Sabbath day, keep it holy. Why? For in six days, the Lord created the heavens and the earth. Here it says, the Lord brought you out of Egypt. So in Exodus, it, it, it says that the Sabbath is a memorial of creation. Mm-hmm. Here... It, it points us to the fact that Sabbath is a memorial of deliverance, wow. of of redemption. Yes. Um, and as we as we go on a little bit further, Nick, uh, we will find that this deliverance is not just uh, something that's confined to remember remember to remind the, the, the Jews uh, when they came out of Egypt, mm-hmm. but it, it uh, Egypt there uh, slavery in Egypt is a symbol for sin. 
And so the the, uh, the account here is that the Sabbath is to remind us that God has delivered us from slavery of sin. He has delivered us. He has saved us. Wow. That's beautiful. Um, it, when, we, when we look in, um, uh, in other places, we find that uh, God refers to the Sabbath. For example, if I just share this one, uh, Exodus chapter, uh, sorry, Ezekiel, Ezekiel chapter 20, verse 12, God says, moreover, also I gave them my Sabbaths to be a sign but between me and them, that they might know that I'm the Lord that sanctifies them or mm. that makes them holy. So the Sabbath is a sign that God is the one that, that makes us holy. Uh, he's the one that delivered us and, and makes us holy. And then uh, what we find is when we come to um, uh, the book of Hebrews, it says there in Hebrews chapter 4, verses 9 and 10, mm-hmm. there remains therefore a Sabbath rest. And so what we find is that uh, just as God entered into our rest, it says, so we enter into his rest. The rest that it's talking about there is we rest in the work that Jesus did for us on the cross. Wow. It's interesting, Nick, that it was on the sixth day of the week that Jesus died on the cross. It was on the sixth day of the week that God finished creating this world. And the Bible says that when he finished creating the world, it was finished and then he rested. On the sixth day of the week, Jesus died, and guess what? He then rested. Do you see the, yes. the parallel here? Yes. Jesus rests on the seventh day, just as God rested on the seventh day. And so there's a there's a double meaning here of rest. We rest in the completed work mm-hmm. of Jesus mm-hmm. that that He did to to save us from oh, our sins. That's, that's that's beautiful again, uh, Joseph. Because so often I hear this thing that Jesus just wiped away, you know, all the law and the commandments. Yeah. Uh, uh, but the, so nicely put it, Joseph. Uh, even then, more, even more now right. for us as children of God, you know, not as it was for Israel uh, coming out of captivity. Yes. You know, uh, deliverance from for Israel, deliverance for us all, spiritual Israel. So that's beautiful. Yeah. Um, can I ask another question, Joseph? How else is the Sabbath relevant then? Okay, so we've talked about spiritually, what, what, it, what it means, I guess we could say, um, biblically and theologically. But there's a number of other uh, aspects to, to the Sabbath that show how it's really relevant, and that is physically. Mm. Uh, you know, the Bible says, remember the Sabbath day to keep it holy. Uh, for in, uh, and then it, and then, then it said there, um, six days you will do your work, but the seventh is a day of rest. So the Sabbath, Nick, is a time to stop doing our normal work. Uh, it's time to rest, to recharge, to refresh. And the Bible calls us to do that every seventh day on the Sabbath. Mm. Remember what we said at the outset in our program? That we, are, we as, as a society are busier than ever. We're, we're rushing around um, more than ever. And yet here is a call to stop, yes. Uh, to stop from our work. Uh, specifically, initially here, it says that we are what, to stop from our day-to-day jobs, our weekly jobs. Actually, have a full day off. And it's been proven, Nick, that there is a great physical benefit to having a a regular weekly day off, and particularly in this. Uh, um 
system seven day weekly that's right because Nick. i heard about and i you know in history people try to do a 10 day um, period you know yep. and, or uh, and never worked never worked never worked but and, and because god set up this from yes. the beginning he knew exactly what we need and how our body functions that's exactly right nick because there is such a thing called a uh, Circusceptin uh, rhythm, Nick. Circusceptin mm-hmm. rhythm. Uh, people can look it up, it, and it, it, it's it's proven. What it simply is is that um, it's where many of the body processes resolve themselves in seven days. Wow! And so we have this in in in, in you know in our bodies. We, you know, we, we're we we're made in this you know, special way that every seven day it renews. Mm. Mm. Um, and so. Here's a, a real relevance of the Sabbath, Nick. Uh, it, it, God wants us to actually take day off where we literally do rest from our work and rest, recharge, refresh. But he goes deeper than that. Uh, it's not just so we can uh, recharge, Nick. And it's not just so we rest so that then we're, we're able to, to do more, you see? Because that that's, again... Uh, very self-centered. Mm-hmm. It's, it's more about that, that. Again, is just promoting this idea. Oh, it's, it's so we can produce more. No, no, no. Uh, remember the word rest, and we touched on this a little bit earlier. You asked the meaning of it. Mm-hmm. it is not just to uh, to not do work. It has the idea of pausing, of reflecting. Um, one one of the greatest writers um, on understanding the the meaning of the Sabbath is is a Jewish writer called Abraham Heschel, mm-hmm. and he reflects on the fact that this the the, the meaning of the word rest uh, in the Bible uh, means peace and harmony. It means no strife. Um, so when when now seeing something a bit deeper here, a lot of people who keep the Sabbath think that it's just to help us do more, but no, the Sabbath shows us that our worth is not derived from our performance or our professions. Mm. And so that's um, another way in which the Sabbath is really relevant. A third way in which it's really relevant, Nick, is um, that the Sabbath is really the best antidote to consumerism. Uh, What is consumerism? You may ask people. People might think, "Well, we can all know that." You know, yeah. particularly live in a in a world, uh, consumeristic world, uh, where we, we are bombarded with a nick. Yeah, turn on the TV, uh, listen to the radio, uh, wherever it's everywhere. And, and consumerism essentially is this idea, Nick. And, and look, we, we are we are all prone to it. Mm-hmm. It's this idea that uh, time equals money. Mm-hmm. Uh, we all mm-hmm. know that, don't we? Time equals money. Money will get you things, equals things, and things will bring you happiness. Wow. Okay? Let me say that again. So yeah. essentially, it's this idea that um, uh, time uh, time equals money, money equals things, and things equals happiness. And and it's everywhere. We, we, we're bombarded with it everywhere. Um, television ads, uh, shops, etc. It's this idea that more uh, is better. Yeah, yeah. Uh, marketing, advertising—they're full of it, Nick. Um, 
and, and advertising companies realize this. And so when they are, when they're marketing and, and promoting something, Nick, they, they're not just promoting a, a product, you know, mm-hmm. uh, when, when they're wanting to advertise a, a car, a new car, they don't just sell the car. They're not promoting the car that it's got good tires or, uh, uh, you know, lovely interior. They actually, uh, promote a an experience, Nick. It's touching your sensitive core. There, it is. It is. It, it's saying you know, and you see how it depicts people. Uh, it'll be, depict people being happy in that mm-hmm. car, whether mm-hmm. it's a family car or whether it's a young person. They're always smiling. It, it and and uh, it's it's descri- it, it's it's um advertising an experience. It's offering an experience, and essentially that's what consumer consumerism is all about. Because it, it at the heart of it, every human being wants to be happy. Yes. Everyone that that that's 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 deep in our souls. Everyone's soul wants to be happy, and so they're saying, if you buy this, you will be feel happy. happy. Oh. Yeah. Or so you buy this car, drive this car, get this phone, or wear these clothes. That's consumerism. Now, okay, people are thinking, well, what's got all this got to do with the Sabbath? Well, here it is. Here it is. The Sabbath shows us that consumerism cannot fill that void, and it can't, Nick. We buy something today, it, it, it's outdated tomorrow, doesn't last. Um, whereas the Sabbath is a time when we, we stop uh, chasing things, we, we, we stop uh, working, we, 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 we rest. Mm. It, it actually tells us, um, you know, consumerism says time equals money. The Sabbath is where time does not equal money. Wow. Because we're resting. Right, that's right. Do you see that? Yeah. It is, it is like a weekly detox from consumerism. Yes. It teaches us, uh, the Sabbath teaches us then to appreciate people instead of things, uh, to value creation, not consumption, and ultimately to, to value God and our identity in Him. That's a real benefit of the Sabbath. Mm. And, and saying that, uh, it's important because you mentioned about the car, how Happy can we can be, you know, and we pay for the car, and after the next day we start to worry how to pay it, that's, you know. That's right. <laughs> that smile almost gone, you know. It's a trap. Uh, absolutely, it's and a trap. Yeah, beautiful, beautiful. Yeah. Um, what else? What else, Joseph? Yeah, okay, another benefit of the Sabbath is it, it brings us a, a a mental benefit, Nick. Uh, the Sabbath is an opportunity to disengage. If I can put this, disengage from technology. Mm. Uh, and again, we, we are addicted to our screens, our phones, uh, our, our, our tablets, our computers. Emails are constant. And this is especially an issue for younger people. Uh, it's been proven that, that there is an addiction to, to, to screens. It's becoming a major issue. And this is where it's, where it's really interesting. Even, even non-Christians, Nick, are recognizing that, the, that for our mental health and well-being, people need to have t- a break from their screens. Mm. Now, if, when we truly understand what the Sabbath is, the Sabbath is a day of rest. Um, uh, the, the Sabbath is a time uh, to connect with God and with one another. It's a it's an opportunity for us to uh, to disconnect from uh, from technology from yes. our from, from the screens in a sense. Um, and as I said, uh, th- th- there's been reports. Uh, uh, on um, various platforms that, that talk about the benefit of actually taking time off. Mm-hmm. Now, they're not understanding and fully promoting the Sabbath, Nick, but this is where the Sabbath itself is actually very relevant because it can provide that opportunity to to take that time off. 
Beautiful. Uh, just, just very quickly before yeah. we conclude here, I would like to uh, play this ad again for that amazing book, The Great Controversy. Please put your, put your hands on this one. Just listen to this. We'll be back in a sec. When your life gets harder and the world gets worse, Jesus has the answers. Do you need the hope that Jesus will bring into your heart? What about your friends, family or workmates? Faith FM's free offer for you today is a life-changing book called The Great Controversy, filled with stories of hope and encouragement that are guaranteed to draw you closer to Jesus. To receive your free copy of The Great Controversy, go to faithfm.com.au or call us on 1-800-FAITH-FM. That's 1-800-324-843. Yeah, welcome back to, to Faith FM, our drive time. We're looking at here the, 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 the very interesting question, is a weekly Sabbath still relevant? And we have seen that absolutely is it relevant. It's more relevant than ever in our fast-paced society. It, it is a time for us to connect spiritually with God, with one another, and, uh, and to also get uh, the rest mentally, socially, and physically. Uh, I want to leave with us um, this, this thought that... Um, uh, reminds us that the Sabbath is a chance to enjoy uh, the delights of God and his creation. Um, you see, the problem is we've become so used to being stimulated, uh, but the Sabbath gives us a time to, to step back, to, as the saying says, to smell the roses, mm. maybe even literally. It's a time, an opportunity to uh, enjoy a sunset, to, to go for a walk, in the bush, it is a time to spend with family and with friends, with those that matter in our lives, and above all, it's a time to spend with God. Beautiful. The Sabbath is a day of worship. The Bible tells us Jesus Himself, as as we will see in a later program in mm-hmm. detail, we will see that Jesus would go to worship on the Sabbath day. And the final thought I want to leave with us is that the Bible refers to the fact that in the new heaven and the new earth, it describes there in Isaiah 66 how God's people are going to gather together from Sabbath to Sabbath. Wow. And so in the new earth, in, in the Eden restored, so we find the Sabbath running like a thread, Nick, from the first Eden in the beginning of time right through history, right down and God intends for us to be able to continue it. That's amazing. The Sabbath is extremely relevant. It is beneficial in so many ways, physically, mentally, socially, but above all, it's a time to really connect with God and with those that are most important in our lives. Yeah, it, look, it's, our time is up. Uh, I'm, I'm sorry for that, uh, but uh, thank you for joining us uh, today, Nikrita and Joseph Matijic, on uh, this program, on Drive Time, with this beautiful question, uh, is the Sabbath still relevant today? And if you like to contact us, don't hesitate to, to do that. And our next program, we are looking into another beautiful thing. It's called, um, Did the Old Testament Create a Sabbath Burden? Until next time, God bless you, and I'll leave you with a beautiful tune here, The Corner Room. Behold, my servant shall prosper. He 